What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Have you found the keys to unlock your best trip? On a Trafalgar tour, you unlock more than just the world. We give you the key to let down your walls and make lifelong friends. The key to discovering hidden talents and fresh perspectives. From one-of-a-kind experiences to iconic destinations, Trafalgar gives you the keys to unlock your best self. Discover more at trafalgar.com slash unlock. That's T-R-A-F-A-L-G-A-R dot com slash unlock. Tour differently. It is January 31st, 2023. This is the Wrestling Inc. Podcast, NXT 2.0, the go-home show for Vengeance Day. I'm Glenn Rubenstein, drawn by Alfred Kanawa and NYC Demon Diva Issa. Welcome to the Wrestling Inc. Podcast. If you like what we do, please like, share, subscribe, give us a thumbs up, leave us a rating on iTunes, leave us a comment. We appreciate you hanging with us. Tonight's talk about NXT 2.0, all this build-up to Vengeance Day. Issa, you are back from a whirlwind trip on the road to the Royal Rumble. How are you doing? I'm tired, exhausted, but super happy. I got to do a lot of fun things. It was it was a great productive trip for me. That's awesome. Great to hear. Alfred, Except for, you? did I yeah. not tell you that Sami Zayn could not be trusted and he was a POS? America's sweetheart, Sami Zayn. <laughs> America's justice sweetheart. He Sammy. hit Roman. He hit Roman in the back with a share. How dare you say just it's justice for Roman? No, he was mm. gaslighted doing that. He did the right he thing. He was not and gaslighted. I would yeah, pay Roman to slap me around like he slapped Sami Zayn. That's not gaslighting, okay? <laughs> Can we get to the important question? What did Cody Rhodes smell like up close? I want to know. Like Mondo pitch black. <laughs> <laughs> I have to admit, I was sitting there watching, and you know, I've been good. I'm on two weeks now of eating clean again, and I was watching that. And I was like, kind of want to try that. Do they have the zero sugar one still? I was like, maybe, I I'll, maybe I'll. they don't have the zero sugar one anymore that I could find. You can find it online for like $20 for a six pack and I'm not paying that. Uh, but no Mountain Dew pitch black. My curiosity is peaked. Yeah. Sounds like it tastes amazing. If Cody can, can drink it, sounds like the breakfast of champions. I'm going to change my diet to Mountain Dew. Pitch You're going to believe That's him. It. You're going to believe him. Yeah. He's also, he also went on Monday night raw and said, I outlasted 29 other men when he came he out at number 30. So they please don't believing everything. He said, no, he did. He came out at number 30. Half of the field he was outlasted the other. Exactly. You got to outlast outwit and out survive everybody. You're a survivor fan. You know how it goes. What is it? Outlast outwit outfly outplay. You come outlast, in outwit and outplay. Yes, it is. So but nobody comes to Survivor the last day of the season and wins it. That's not how it works. Because we're not smart enough. They haven't evolved. That's what Cody would do. <laughs> what would Cody do? <laughs> um, Sorry, Glenn. Sorry, Glenn. No, no. So, Cody, you could see the night and day difference in that press conference. Cody having that executive experience and being used to have authority, he owned that press conference in a way that Rhea and Braid did not. Like they were right. very much in kayfabe, like kind of afraid of saying anything too out of character. But Cody was just like, okay, this guy is used to having some more control, you know? I, I am going to have to defer what you're saying. Rhea Ripley came in at number one 
and won the Rumble the right way. Therefore, she was tired. She was exhausted. You could tell she had to put in a lot of work to earn her way to WrestleMania, unlike Cody, who came in at number 30. So, of course, he had time to go and put his cologne on. He didn't have to go through any pain. He didn't dislocate <laughs> his knee and put it back in place. His nose didn't smell like blood, like Rhea Ripley's, you know? Doesn't sound like his problem. And Cody Rhodes, I remind you, wrestled an entire Hell in a Cell match with a torn freaking peck. Nobody in this business would have done the same thing. Uh, um, quote, unquote, more overstars than him, like John Cena, have been torn their peck and were not able to go. Cody was. I was actually, him. I just, I like giving you a hard time, Alfred. I do I agree with what Glenn said. You could tell that this, like, I, I couldn't help but to think this guy belongs in WWE, the way he conducted himself. I personally got to ask him a question and he looked right at me. He was like, it's like he makes you feel like he's talking to you. But um, the one thing that, that I really, really liked was just that he talked about that. And I don't know if you heard, but he answered the question and he said he refuses to watch the match back. That was one of mm. the scariest things he's been through in his career. I re I have a lot of respect for him for admitting that because not everybody would admit that. You know, everybody thinks that was so cool. That was such a badass moment for him to yeah. say it was scary and I refuse to watch it back. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah I don't blame you, him. You can kind of see with Rhea Bray and other talent, this is where not having something like Talking Smack really hurts them because they're not used to doing improvisation in character as much and being able to be in a less controlled environment and try and keep it together. I'm not saying they were bad at the press conference, but then Cody was just such a pro when he got on the mic there. I mean, I think he came across more confident than Triple I think Triple H was kind of sweating like, oh, when am I going to get a question that I don't want to answer? I'm going to have to deflect, but Cody seemed the most comfortable, most assured he was person. Ready. He was ready to answer all of the questions, and mm -hmm. he answered them so well, even when a lot of people gave me crap online because I asked him about Roman, you know, like, screw your win, let's talk about Roman. But <laughs> the way that he answered and the way that he put over Roman already made you want to see that WrestleMania match. Sure. He's so good at what he does that I was just like, you know, he called Roman the best wrestler in the world, and I have to, I will agree with Cody Rose on that. Well, and you know what? I to AEW, those fake media scrums they do did prepare Cody yeah. Rhodes for what they're doing now because WWE really did kind of lift this idea from AEW with their fake media scrums. Oh, yeah. Now WWE is doing something similar. But you know what I would absolutely love to see is what was on that paper Triple H had. That piece <laughs> of paper he came out there with. It looked like he was about to read a statement or something. And it, was the, it was the numbers that he read. No? It was just the numbers. It wasn't like, yeah. here's how you release. answer. Here's how you answer this question. Yeah, because he told us the gate, the attendance, and all that, and he was okay, reading it so from the that. paper. Yeah, I mean, okay. I hope, unless there's like some kind of note in there. This is I don't like, know. Don't let Cody Rose outshine you or something. I don't know. Well, I feel like speaking about shining Ro yes. Roman Reigns really quickly, uh, 2017 Royal Rumble, number 30, Roman Reigns, and he didn't even win. So get your stuff together. Maybe Cody can give him some tips on how to win at number 30. Well, I mean, the the bad thing with Cody, well, is just, uh, Cody gonna have to give him give himself some tips because he's gonna have to win next year's Royal Rumble because he's not beating Roman at mm. WrestleMania. So, well, no, he might be beating Sami Zayn after he wins the title from Roman at Elimination Chamber in Montreal. Keep dreaming, everybody. You, are you guys dreaming. okay? Are you guys like doing drugs without me or something? Like, what is wrong with you guys? Uh, I, I will say. Uh, I don't know if I told you guys this, but are you ready for the for the real exposure? Let's hear it, it. This actually broke my heart. As soon as Roman won over Kevin Owens, they came and got us to take us to the press conference room. So I missed the entire breakup of the bloodline. What? Yeah, we I was going to ask you what it sounded like live to hear that pop. That pop was so loud that like we could hear it as we were walking. And you when some of us, audio I started malfunction on TV. I and about five other people that were walking. We heard the pop and we pulled out our phones and turned on Peacock because that's when we realized it was still going on. 
What did you think they happened got, when you heard that pop? What did you? What was the first? I know, I know, I know. The 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 noise. You know how invested I am in the storyline. The noise. I was like, they're either falling apart or something big is going down. Right. Obviously, we didn't hear any entrance music, so I knew automatically the bloodline is is falling apart right now. Mm. And I'm telling you, a lot of us pull out our phones, and we had people like watching it with my shoulders on my phone. There was like a group of three people, all of us with our phones watching it because we we missed it. They, everybody that you saw at that press room missed it live. Wow. They they try to get me out of that press room during that segment. They'd need the whole bloodline to get me out of there. I would I would fight, if scratch, you, and claw to stay in there. If you think about it, though, after the count of the one, two, three, it took a minute. Like, Roman was doing yeah. his celebration. Was, so we we don't know. We didn't know. Wow. By the time they came and got us, like, there was no tease of the breakup happening. It was as we're walking that I start here, and I'm like, it's not over yet. And then the pop happens. But... We're walking down to like a basement and that's how loud it was. We're walking down those stairs and it, it sounded like if we were still sitting at the press box, that's how loud it was. And oh, I'm yeah. telling you, I automatically pulled out my phone because I was like, something is happening in the ring and we're missing it wow. completely. That's so, wild. but just a fun fact, like a lot of people with, and I lo- I, I'm very lucky about everything that I got to, to do this weekend and the events that I got to attend, but that was a big fat L for me that we were there as media on the press box and we didn't get to see the biggest angle go down the way that we probably should have. Wow. Yeah. People chanting F you Roman. Yeah, uh, he can't go anywhere anymore. Old women yelling at him, calling him now a despicable heel. Children tearing up their merchandise, throwing the Roman Reigns action figures in the that. garbage. I didn't chant that. Second of all, can we take a second to acknowledge the beautiful visual that Roman Reigns gave us when he started singing those handcuffs? I fantasized that moment for a long time. It's my new favorite <laughs> clip ever. So I just want to thank Roman Reigns for that moment. Are you yeah. jealous of Kevin Owens because he got the handcuffs? Oh, one thousand <laughs> percent. That's what I say. He was slapping Sammy around. I'm like, I don't understand why people say Roman is the heel here. Roman was being very nice to them. He even put flowers it. on them. You know, when people get you flowers, it's because they really appreciate you, right? So when Roman threw those, yeah, when Roman threw those flowers at them, that's a good gesture. And people are like, boo Romans. No. Also, Jay Uso's mad soft. Mm. Well, the countdown is on. Roman should enjoy it while he lasts because now it's only a matter of days until Cody Rhodes wins one championship, Sami Zayn wins the other, and Roman gets to take a nice long sabbatical from the WWE. Well earned, but uh, his actions have made him just unwelcome in the WWE universe. They made it very uh, clear that Cody Rhodes, that god, the GOAT, is going for both titles. He will be the new undisputed champion. And this bloodline dynasty is beginning to crumble. And I'll be here as a shoulder to cry on, Issa. That's I will be. I will be in your hood for WrestleMania. I might need a drinking buddy if it goes down. So <laughs> I'm there for you. <laughs> Anyways, let's not talk about the Roman losing titles. Don't we have news to get to? We absolutely do. Great to throw to us. And uh, you need to keep that same energy for Jey Uso when he comes back to the bloodline because you know this is all some kind of. Oh, he's gonna find man. clarity. He's gonna find clarity, even if we have to beat the clarity into him. He's gonna find clarity. <laughs> My goodness, she is bloodline confirmed. Uh, WWE Raw is our first news item without the bloodline, but they didn't need them. They still drew 2.1 million viewers. It sounds weird, but that's down from last week, even though that's a monster number for Raw. Last week, of course, they had Raw 30, which was their biggest number in almost three years. Uh, Last night, Royal Rumble fallout. I know, I think a lot of people may have been tuning in to see what was the fallout from that big angle. They did show it again, but 
Of course, Sami Zayn, Roman Reigns, and the Bloodline are all SmackDown stars. I think it's very smart to wait until SmackDown uh, to reveal what's going to be next on that angle. But Raw opened, of course, with the GOAT Cody Rhodes cutting a promo. Huge babyface reaction, overwhelmingly. Closed with the GOAT Cody Rhodes as a babyface beating Finn Balor. Uh, Fairly good show of Raw. With the help of Edge. What a great babyface. Yes, yes. Edge is a great babyface. I agree. Uh, But uh, yes, Raw kind of seemed like a lot of filler on this show. But uh, pretty good Royal Rumble fallout developments, all things considered. And then SmackDown did a very, very large number. This was a go-home show for Royal Rumble, which uh, featured the uh, bloodline being banned from the building and Sami Zayn, of course, uh, coming in and breaking Roman Reigns' rule that he should not appear on SmackDown. They did 878,018 to 49, which is a huge number. 2.5 million overall. That's up from last week. So SmackDown and Raw both on fire. Of course, Rampage was down. Poor Rampage didn't do too well. But Royal Rumble weekend really helped Raw. So let me ask you a question, Alfred. And just answer yes or no. Out of the last three shows that we have gotten, Raw 30, SmackDown, and the last episode of Raw, right? Mm -hmm. The one that had the lowest number was the one that had Cody Rose on it and not Roman Reigns, correct? That is back of the envelope math. I refuse to commit to that. I say yes or no. I say yes or no. The one Cody Rhodes, in addition to a lot of other people. So sure, yeah, whatever. I mean, Sami Zayn wasn't on it either. Oh my yeah. God. So, you know, people kind of figured Sami might be taking the night off. I think Cody Rhodes is the reason the rating was so big this week and they stayed over 2 million. Cody Rhodes is a bona fide star who will be your future undisputed WWE champion. Terry Allen Jr., $2 Super Chat, wants to know, <laughs> Issa, did you play 2K23 and will you share Friday? Uh, I, 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 there was a 2K event this weekend. I, I didn't get to play it. No. I pre-ordered I, it for Bad Bunny, and I'm not planning on playing. Um, I don't have time for Bad Bunny uh, right now, but I, I want Bad Bunny, so. I want that, a way to do that Ricochet Logan Paul spot in the game, because that was. Yeah. That was insane. Holy oh Like, I keep saying this. I hate how great Logan Paul is at wrestling. Like, it really upsets me, and that's why I can admit it, because I can just admit that, like, yeah, I mean, he he is the perfect wrestling heel because he is genuinely much better than yeah. he has any right to be. You know what I've said? The other day, like, after that happened, you saw the elimination with Seth Rollins. I was like, man, I think I'm going to see Seth to Logan Paul. So then I got myself and I'm like, what is wrong with me? But then at the same time, no, I want to see it. <laughs> so, indubitably. She'll be back. Uh, what's next in the news, Alfred? Well, it can be argued that Cody Rhodes is the greatest free agent signing of all time for WWE. <laughs> and currently, New Japan star Kota Ibushi. Just like Cody is my favorite in WWE, my favorite New Japan wrestler is Kota Ibushi. And he is now a free agent. He mm. will be appearing in GCW's Joey Janela's Spring Break. Always a oh. fun show. But he is, for all intents and purposes, a free agent. Of course, a lot of wrestling promotions will be gutting for his services. AEW is going to be the front runner you'd imagine because his best friend slash lover, depending on who, what storyline you go with. Uh, Kenny Omega is in mm. AEW and he has made a couple of teases even before uh, this news was made that Kota Abusha could be coming to AEW. But the Kota Abusha sweepstakes is underway. Isa, who do you think are going to get Kota Abushi's services? Most likely AEW if I had to guess right now. It just makes the most sense. 
It does. I think he'd be good in AEW. I, I thought he had a great run when he was in the Cruiserweight tournament. He had him in it. Cedric Alexander had one of the best matches that year, I thought. I mm. thought it was in the short list of the match of the year in the Cruiserweight Classic. But he, it, especially in that era of WWE, I just didn't see him fitting in. And I definitely see him fitting in like a glove in AEW. He would be part of the All Friends group. And I think they'd make beautiful music together. I'd love to see the Golden Lovers uh, do a run for the tag team titles in AEW. And that is your news. There you go. Well, an eventful, eventful Royal Rumble. But tonight, we had to pick up the pieces of NXT and figure out Not where we're at. Not very eventful. Not very eventful. Well, it's, I forgot Vengeance Day was on Saturday. For some reason, I thought it was Me next too. Tuesday on TV. I don't know why I thought that. Guys, come on. <laughs> Are we even covering that Saturday? Did we get the the the... The, like, I'm, I'm sure we will. I bet you Raj probably forgot it was on yeah. Saturday, too. Yeah. No, I texted it. him today. I okay. texted him okay. today. He said he was going to get to you guys, so we'll be here, probably. Okay, yeah, I'm here for it. Okay, we'll see uh, what happens there. But, no, I think tonight was good in the build. It's just, this is, um, I don't know, Vengeance Day on a scale of 1 to 50. Isa, how excited are you for Vengeance Day? She's contemplating. Just, Alfred, on scale zero. 1 to 50. It's a hard zero. <laughs> on scale 1 to 50, Alfred, how excited are you for Vengeance Day? 1 to 50, let's go 40. Okay. And Issa, what was your number? 10. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. I'm, I'm going to say like a 30 or 35. Yeah, 35 might be closer for me, too. Yeah. I. It'll be a quick show, probably. But no, look, Grayson Waller needs to win the championship. Yeah. Uh, New Day's not going to get pinned, but they're going to lose the tag titles. Uh, Roxanne Perez is going to retain his champion. Um, yeah, I mean, I've, maybe there'll be a big surprise. Maybe there's something we don't know that's going to happen that will make it like a really... It, it, no, it will be in front of a live crowd again. This is going to be NXT's first road pay-per-view. Yeah. In uh, over three years, or in about three yeah. years. That's what I'm no, most excited about. Oh, they had one in Dallas, you guys. Stand and Deliver was in Dallas. Was it? Right. Okay, it's going to be the first road pay-per-view since Stand and Deliver in Dallas. Right. Yeah, because the friends and family crowd they have every week, they're typically pretty good crowds, but it, they're also very produced, it seems, in terms of you know support for everybody and stuff like that. So I want to see who's actually over when they go on the road to Charlotte. Yeah. yeah. It'll be uh, cool to see, but I think Grayson Waller needs to be champion. Like, I mean, just, you know, the, the problem with putting him in a feud with Braun Breaker is it, you can't have him feuding with someone with that much personality. It's just, it's, it's really pointing out the, the void of charisma that is Braun Breaker. Braun Breaker is the most charismatic man to ever walk through the doors of NXT 2.0. <laughs> He'll enter Royal Rumble at number 30 and win one of these days. You'll see. Alfred, you need to go to a media event. WWE likes you. They've sent you meats and cheeses before. Love uh, me. That's all speculation, by the way. So you need to uh, you need to set up like uh, a diner visit or a fishing trip with Braun Breaker. And I want you to report on how that conversation goes. And is he as magnetic of a personality off screen as he is on? 
Oh, I'm taking them to Applebee's. We're going to Applebee's, and that's where you really find out. Oh my god, I went to Applebee's in San Antonio and thought about it. Don't ask me why I ended up at an Applebee's when I'm traveling. I'm in San Antonio, but I went to Applebee's and thought about you. I meant to text you too. Oh, that's amazing. And Applebee's sponsored the Royal Rumble countdown yeah. clock, so you should have gotten like a free meal or something like that. Everybody was making fun of me for picking Applebee's at the particular time point that i picked it but we have been to back-to-back events and i hadn't eaten all day and when uh-huh. we left the second event and i looked it was literally like 0.01 mile away and i was like we're going to applebee's so then i went with a group of people and then when we were watching the rumble and i saw it popped up in the countdown clock everybody just turned and looked at me and i was like come on i was <laughs> hungry i was desperate it was the closest thing okay leave me alone <laughs> hey the seth and becky commercial at applebee's was adorable that was that was a lot of fun that was good. So, oh, Kelvin Alexander, $2 super chat pointing out Isa is extra spicy tonight. The best, Sometimes. best kind of Isa. <laughs> we love her extra spicy. So we opened with the Creed Brothers with Ivy Nile versus Indashir with Jinder Mahal. Alfred, what did you think of this match and Indashir getting the win? It was fine, but I couldn't stop thinking about the dynamic between these two teams it made me realize like the Creed brothers do not look like brothers at all. I don't think I've ever <laughs> seen a pair of brothers in wrestling who look less like each other because Julius is like the tall, lean, muscular one and Cree and Brutus is a short, like stocky one. But with Indu Cher, they look like twins and they're not related and they're not brothers. So it was just this weird dynamic of these guys look like twins who aren't brothers and these guys who don't look alike are brothers. I couldn't stop thinking about this. Thought the match was mid. Issa? I thought a lot of NXT tonight, and I know it's going to sound weird, but I thought it was a wrestling show. It was like a bunch of good wrestling in the ring, but I didn't care about the storylines or the people that were wrestling mm-hmm. each other. Like, lack of entertainment, but a lot of wrestling. That's how I felt about NXT tonight overall. And that was the case here. I didn't care about the, the feud, but I thought the match was okay. Uh, all the matches tonight were okay. Like, there was a, mm-hmm. there's a really good in-ring talent in NXT, but there's no storyline behind them. It felt very filler. With the exception of maybe four moments that were to build up Vengeance Day, this actually felt more like a post-pay-per-view show than a pre-pay-per-view show. It felt like a pre-tape show. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And it's tough. I mean, look, the main roster on fire over the weekend. Uh, I thought this was cute backstage Axiom watching A-Kid's matches and then Tyler Bates saying, like, whatever happened to A-Kid? I thought that was funny. I I thought this was a really good segment, even with Damon Kemp who's quickly becoming one of my favorites in NXT. Oh, yeah, and Damon Kemp walked in. You said European wrestling is overrated. Called him Limeys. <laughs> I thought, and this still could uh, end up with Axiom and Tyler Bate forming a tag team. They can call it Axabate or something. <laughs> uh, it'll be hella over. Just once, I want to see a tag team. Like, you know that old sitcom dating trope where somebody has to be on two dates at once? Oh, oh God! Like, yeah, Kenny yeah. And Cal did an episode like that where you go to the theater and the boy. Somebody needs to do that with their gimmicks, like a kid and Axiom. You know, hold on, I gotta go get my tag team partner, and then he comes. Back. He's like Hannah Montana. Like, yeah, yeah. the best two dates episode, Family Ties. Uh, the episode where Alex has two dates to the prom and has to keep like uh, running back and forth is always my favorite. But uh, no, I think that'd be great. I'm I'm a fan of let's take sitcom tropes and put them in uh, in yes. professional wrestling. Yes. Um, but uh, Zoe Stark versus Indy Hartwell was Zoe getting the win. Is Indy getting called up? What's going on? Like Indy, they're booking Since, her like she's already gone. 
didn't seem like it from the Royal Rumble. Like if she's getting called up, uh, seeing how they uh, not only again, and it continues to be a theme. I feel like with Indy Hartwell, the commentary team just doesn't seem to take her very seriously. And right. she's the one NXT talent that they didn't really get excited about or give her accolades. They were really putting over Lacey Stark or Zoe Stark. And they're really putting over Roxanne Perez in the time mm-hmm. she was in the room. But with Indy, it was just like, oh, Indy, God. You know, and they said, but, like, do you even think Booker T knows who she is? But uh, on the main Why? Roster, She's we- been there forever. Like, she shouldn't be yeah. treated this way. She shouldn't. But we've got uh, Candace, Johnny, and Dexter together on Raw. It just seems like this makes all the sense in the world. Correct. And we didn't even see the them interact. They could have some kind of interaction backstage at the Rumble, something, even if you make it yeah. a digital exclusive. But the fact that they gave them nothing. <sighs> yeah, there was, I don't know if there's heat on her or what, because like all, the entire way got called up. Even the baby got called up before Indy Hartwell. Yeah. called Yo. up for the roster. <laughs> Do you think that the person that was going to walk away from the way being the most over at this point was going to be Austin Theory? Never. I actually... I know. I kind of did. Well, thinking about the main roster and what they look for and the fact that he he was on the main roster for a little bit before he got called back down. So you knew that he was always a pet project of theirs. Yeah. Right. Um, so Zoe Stark won this match. Then after she was beating up Indy Hartwell and Saul Ruka ran down to make the save. In your busy day-to-day life, the last thing you should need to worry about is home security. That's why I use the Eufy Video Lock. The Eufy Video Lock is a three-in-one smart lock, 2K camera, and doorbell. That's three functions to triple your security in one device that's easy to install. All you need is a Phillips screwdriver. And it's not just for security, it's also convenient. With keyless entry, fingerprints unlock the door in less than a second. You can also assign passwords to your family members and see them coming and going with the integrated camera. See who's at your door anytime with the enhanced night vision, 2K clear sight, and two-way audio. Unlike other brands, the Eufy Video Lock has no monthly fee. It also has an 18-month warranty and customer support on standby 24-7. I love this lock when I'm far from home or receiving a package and I'm laying on the couch and don't feel like getting up. For more information, search for Eufy Video Lock. That's E-U-F-Y Video Lock. Or visit eufyofficial.com slash video lock to see how you can get complete control of your door. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Yep. Yes, this is fine. Um, We'll see where it goes. So, we had a vignette with Apollo. Um, Why is it? He thinks he's like Batman now, no? He's on a rooftop waiting for the light. Like, I got it's better than the diner. I prefer Batman Apollo over emo Apollo. But this was weird. I thought about that too. I thought he was gimmick infringing. I I like his own super. I like when he's trying to do Luke Cage, but now he's just completely stealing from Batman, which I don't know about. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, that could get him in trouble, you know? Yeah. Um, but he did. He was a superhero of the streets at first. Remember when he was doing yes. those weird moments, saving people in the streets. But then he might have gotten hungry being a superhero of the streets and went to the diner. He got stuck there for a little bit. He developed a crush 
on Brom Breaker. I'm really invested in Apollo's like story here in NXT. Like he's gone through it. So is Brom Breaker Apollo Cruz's Catwoman? Yes. <laughs> oh my God. That's amazing, Alfred. You're right. I need a I'm gonna make a edit of like uh the Batman, but it's gonna be a Apollo Cruz. <laughs> Have Braun Breaker licking Apollo's yeah. face. Um, oh God! Heather Abood, uh, Orlando's own, saying we often see the vignettes being filmed at night in downtown Orlando. Oh, nice. L O L. Little T. Shout out to Heather, friend yes. of the show, Heather. That's awesome. Um. So Wesley and Dijak were face to face, uh, having face off interrupted by Von Wagner and Mister Stone. God, how was? How is uh, Mr. Stone still there? It's been so long, and uh, his prospects don't always have the brightest uh, futures. But Dijak beat Von Wagner. What's up, what's up with Von Wagner? I feel like Von Wagner was on a bit of a roll there, and then that all stopped. Well, whatever's up with him, it looks like they're going to repackage him somehow. And I didn't care about anything that you just mentioned. Anybody in the segment, I mean, Wesley is, is great, but they haven't done much with him since he won that title. He was title. weird. He was weird. He missed tonight. The promo was weird. Yeah. He was cackle, as soon as I say crackalacking, he lost me. It was, <laughs> it, he did some weird moan. It, it was like a laugh, but it came off as a moan. Yeah. This whole high, thing was weird. And, he, and I don't even, yeah, I don't classify Von Wagner against Dijak as big meaty men slapping meat. They don't fall in that category for me. Yeah, I didn't care. I told you, tonight felt to me like a filler show. And this was why. Well, Tony D'Angelo, the Don, was backstage with the underboss. Stacks but really Lorenzo. quick about Von Wagner, because they're yeah, going oh, to sorry. do something with him. There was Robert, Roger Stone got, uh, Mr. Stone got upset with him and said, I need to see what's within you. So I don't know. This might be the best or worst thing that could happen. Because the thing with Von Wagner, he needs something. He needs a character beyond his look. So they're either going to give him something that people can latch onto, or they're going to make him a freaking break dancer next week. Or I'm he dying said, to see what he comes back as. He said, "Help me, help you, <laughs> help me to help you." Pops, uh, I pop for that. There was not a lot of pops tonight, but that one popped me. <laughs> well, Tony D'Angelo and Stax Lorenzo, the mob, uh, the, the the Don and his underboss. Uh, so he asked him if he took care of those two things. And uh, we'll find out what those are. The two things. Yeah, they're really teasing. We had like a weird. Okay. So the NXT parking lot, most dangerous parking lot in all of sports entertainment. We had like a freeze frame replay of Nikita Lyons attack from last okay. week. Okay. I like this. I like that they're thinking they're giving you all these suspects. I love when they do stuff like this. This reminds me of what they did with Alistair Black when somebody was attacking him and Nikki Cross knew who it was and they did a good job with that. So I like stuff like this. I will say, talk about the most narcissistic parking lot. You've got this poor Nikita Lyons here with a torn ACL on the ground and I can't tell you how many women, babyface and heel, were just walking by her and stepping up like, like nothing happened. Well, it's like, what was the Kevin Owens thing back then? Like, just, 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 he's like, that's a damn shame. <laughs> like, yeah. Where's a good Samaritan? Are there no good Samaritan laws in Florida? Heather, fill me in. Are there good Samaritan laws in Florida? <laughs> I, I don't know how it is where you're from, but where I'm from, you don't see nothing. You don't say nothing. You just, that's how it is here. So I, she could have been screaming and I would have still been like, oh, I got my AirPods on, you know? So yeah. maybe it depends on where they're from. They might be from a different background in which... You don't acknowledge those things. You it don't was, call for help. Help is going to ask you questions and you're going to have to start snitching. Next thing you know, you're dead. Like I, I, I've seen it before, man. 
Um, <laughs> it was good how much they layered this. I liked Wendy Chu just looking on uh, out the, the window at this. Um, Nikita Lyons, so it's legit. She had surgery already. She made it through. But yeah, it's going to be uh, probably like a six-month recovery. Very interesting. Yeah, they painted um, Zoe Stark as the chief suspect because she drove off moments after it happened. So you know it's not going to be her. I think yeah. it's going to be Indy if she holds on. We shall see. Um, so, got a hype video for the Steel Cage match between Braun Breaker and Grayson Waller, followed by Tyler Bate versus Axiom. Um, have to admit, didn't have high hopes for this match going into it. Absolutely really? loved it. Well, yeah. not just because it was like, it was one of those, let's have a sporting contest yeah. and see which one of us is truly the best. I mean, that's like, the least stakes ever for a match but this was phenomenal yeah i just didn't care but it was the match itself was good again it was like a lack of storylines for me tonight the in-ring action yeah. tonight was very very good there was a lot of good i don't have complaints about the matches i wish i care about the people that are in the ring more because then i could get into it more yeah 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 and you know they still need to change tyler bates music it's probably the worst music on either roster and I thought the match is good, and they're doing a good job, finally, with Axiom in terms of doing things outside of the ring. Like, I thought he was good tonight, but they'll need more. And it seems like they have something for Tyler Bate, but he's got to wait. He's, he's probably going to be set up as a challenger for um, Grayson Waller. If Grayson Waller wins yeah, I could see that. I could see that. But no, this was a really, really good match. Uh, I thought this was great. And Damon Kemp attacked after. And when they were shaking hands. Because they won each other's respect. It's great. Great pair of dunks, too. Those pandas, I've been looking for them with their... They're, they're on eBay and they're very expensive. So I'm trying to be good. Calvin R. Alexander, $5 super chat saying sucks that Nikita's hurt, but I like they're making an angle out of it. I mean, yeah, yeah. we'll see what happens, man. I'm worried. Just put so many shoes in the car, like, like, like a kid waiting in the car for a parents <laughs> in the back seat through the window. Yeah, it was oh. funny. I like good. that. I, I like that whole investigator segment that I did like. Jay Patterson with Super Chat wants to know who's with Alba Fire. Well, that was Isla Dawn, and it looks like they're starting a coven. They were casting spells. I love I it. I think, uh, yeah, awesome. this, this, we knew this was going to happen with the ultimate pairing of the two foes. Um, but I like this. I think this will be really good. I like good. the swerve too because the vignette started with the fire, and I'm like, oh, not Alba Fire with this again. And then I see Isla Dawn's face, and I'm like, wait, hold on. And then they, they revealed, I thought that was very well done. Isla Dawn is a tremendous performer because yeah. this, if a nine out of 10 wrestlers would make this gimmick seem cheesy, but mm -hmm. she, whatever it is with her, whether or not she is part of the occult or whatnot, she commits this character. And it, when she's saying all this stuff, like I'm in, I'm like wrapped into it. And there's so many dark and creepy gimmicks that we see on wrestling that fall flat on their face and that seem fake, but she does a very good job playing this character. I have this, my first thought that went through my head when she was cutting this promo and I just said out loud to my wife, I was like, Isla Dawn looks like the kind of friend who borrows money and never pays it back. Yeah. <laughs> I could see that. <laughs> it's just, there's a vibe. I can't explain it better than that. There's a vibe. <laughs> but this was a good promo. I can see it. Yes. Maybe uh, she puts blessings on you. Maybe she puts good luck spells on you. And oh, that's how yeah. she don't pay you back, but she's still sending you some positive energy and blessings your way. You know, sometimes they pay yeah. back. 
doesn't have to be necessarily the money. I don't know. Yeah, and you're like, where's my $50? You had money to buy all these crystals. Like, yeah. where's my $50? No, don't, I don't want my astrology chart done. That is not equal trade. But I, I charged, I moon charged this crystal for you, Glenn. <laughs> And then they act like they've never used a Venmo. Like, wait, how do you download? Where do you get Venmo for? Is that a Google Oh, my thing? God. That, isn't that the worst? Like, yeah. oh, no, I don't have any form. It's like 2023. You have a form to get money, in, <laughs> like, in or out. But if you're giving them money, they have the Venmo. It's when you're asking for a bag that they'll be like, oh, no, I had to I had to deactivate it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We all been there. <laughs> well, Jira J saying, how much do you think she needs? I can spot her. I mean, I'm not saying you wouldn't loan her money. I'm just saying don't expect to see the money again. Um... <laughs> So, uh, no, this was a great promo. Uh, I'm, I'm all down for it. I'm surprised there hasn't been, like, a women's stable kind of inspired by the craft, like, doing... I know, you know and that's the vibe that I got out of this, which yeah. is why I loved it. I did watch the craft again, like, three weeks ago. It, that is, was not as good as I remember it being. It didn't age well. I didn't love mm. it as much when I watched it recently after not seeing it for a while. I mean, I still pop because of nostalgia but it's not something that i will go and rewatch all the time i didn't i didn't watch the new version that they made of it so no. did you watch it no i think uh, the little mix black magic video is all i need for a craft sequel i don't think i actually need the uh you know yeah uh, i i always have issues with remakes or like sequels was Nev campbell in the remake us uh, no um somebody's got a cameo in it yeah i think i can't remember which one it is but maybe i'll check it out one day and there's like a um, there's a note of the craft legacy. Let's see. Now I have to look this up because I remember there is somebody in this that I was like, how did they get this person? Oh, Feruza Balk has uh, a cameo in it. And David Duchovny's in it <laughs> for some reason. Hmm, maybe I will finally watch it. Uh, <laughs> so uh, back to NXT. Um, we had. Oh, Toxic Traction and Roxanne Perez. This took a turn because when the when the promo was going on, I was like, "Why are they making Roxy look so bad here? Like they wouldn't even let her talk." And Toxic Attraction was just like killing it on the promo. And then when she finally jumped them, I popped. She looked like a little spider monkey that like she came out of nowhere. <laughs> I thought it was great, but on the beginning, I was worried about her. They were doing her dirty there for a second. They did a good job of it because when they were cutting her off, it seemed like she was legitimately getting cut off. Like I thought they screwed up that like yeah. somebody went earlier or whatnot, but it was part of that. And I thought this is really good. I was kind of hoping that she would come back and do something after just sulking off because uh, that would have sucked. But what I loved about this, they did such a good job that there was like at the end of the promo, Gigi says, I, I mean, we will win. And you could hear the crowd like, oh, so everybody is really engaged in this uh, promo. I thought it was really good. You know what? It would have been even better if when Roxy kept getting cut off, we would have gone live to a Booker T camera and he was like crying. (laughs) (laughs) We gotta have that like on deck for all those Yeah, anything that Roxanne does, we have a Booker T camera in the corner (laughs) seeing his reactions. (laughs) I think, I don't, until the end when they did the little tease, I thought this was going to happen because Shawn Michaels is booking it. And I think just based on what they did with DX and John Cena, that this match is going to start with either Gigi super kicking Jane or Jane super kicking Gigi or something Mm. like that. I was thinking he was going to head that direction, but because they kind of teased it, they might do the slow build throughout the match to their split. Right. Um, I fully support any way that a talent wants to express themselves in promos but I do not like JC Jane's condescending mocking voice. She That's- does that way too. I was thinking the same thing. Mm-hmm. She uses that voice. 
it's okay. I love Jim Gaffigan, one of my favorite comedians, but he has another like inner voice that he uses. And sometimes he gets a little liberal with that. And that's when it stops being as funny. And J that's what I was thinking about with JC Jane. And she kept and I like going JC to that a lot. voice. I like that a lot, but she was leaning on that too much. <laughs> yeah, it's a bit much. Uh, Carmelo and Trick responded to Apollo. Um, yeah, that match is going to be really good. Great promo by by Carmelo. You can hear people clapping and applauding the promo after he's done. Um, so here's the biggest problem with NXT. They got one women's title, and tonight we got another credible contender as Stevie Turner made her in-ring debut against Danny Palmer. Alfred, what did you think of Stevie tonight? She looked great. She looked like a hardened vet. She's one of those NXT UK talents, and she's got a great gimmick. I think it's a really timely gimmick, and you don't usually see WWE hit something right on the zeitgeist, but like streaming is really big. As Issa said, the gaming 2K people cover WWE and there's like a synergy between gaming and wrestling. So I think this is a perfect gimmick for her to come in. And it was great presentation. I loved even the entrance when it was like entrance starting soon. I was like, damn it, I can't criticize her. We all do it. We all have the stream starting soon screen. We yeah. all have it. Like I, I pop, even when they started showing the chat on the screen, I was like, this is good. It's good. I'm and not gonna pin. lie. And she looked and she looked great in the ring. Um, I liked it. Yeah. I mean, this is uh, add her to the list of women on the roster who could be credible champions yeah. in NXT. Yeah. They nailed the um, aesthetic, except there was that updating loading bar, which I guess happens, but that seemed a little old. Didn't maybe, seem like it belonged maybe to the Sis, sis needs to update her internet. Some of, <laughs> yeah. I'm having internet issues today. You know, sometimes it doesn't always go the way you want it to go. When she loses a little, a little kitty headset would have been nice too because we all, all the girl streamers have it. You know, maybe she's trying yeah. to not be like the rest. <laughs> when she uh loses, will she blame it on bad Wi-Fi? Like, you know, what the, yeah. oh my god, I will pop. I would actually pop. <laughs> oh, there's so much you can do with this gimmick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, no, she was great. Love that looking at the camera during the pin uh with the lean back. That was phenomenal. Um, she was fantastic. And she's been doing this for like 10 years. She's been wrestling. I think, yeah, six, seven years, something like that. Um, let's see. She was wrestling as Bobby Tyler originally. Yeah. And when did she make her debut? Yeah, 2016. So, yeah, seven years. It's crazy. Mm -hmm. um, but, yeah, she. I think she, I mean, she is young. But, uh, yeah, she just really... She's good. Very she polished. She looks, you know, it's funny because you see a lot of people come in NXT with zero wrestling experience and it always sticks out. So when you see somebody like this good in their first match, it really pops. Yeah. yeah. Well, Kiana James. I also thought her opponent looked good, by the way. I don't know who the person, not too familiar with the person she was in the ring with, but she yeah. also looked great. I was Danny like, wait Palmer. a minute. Yeah, I was very impressed with her as well. I like this match. Yeah, it was good. Uh, Kiana James backstage telling Zach that she loves him and Fallon Henley questioning who Kiana was talking to, worried she's going to hurt Brooks Jensen. She's not. I don't know. Going to be her brother or something. Th that's what it kind of seemed like, but she sure did take her time just saying it's my brother. That really should have been the first thing. A little sus, if you ask me. And there have been these rumors about Zach Ryder coming back. I'm just saying. How is that sus? I don't tell anybody anything. You know, like, if you ask me who you're talking to, I'm not going to tell you just because I know you. I don't have to tell you anything, you know? So. Well, yeah, they're, they're already off on the wrong foot, so that's really going to hurt their trust. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I'm thinking some things, but I'm just not going no, there. No, 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 you have to say no, it. No, you no, have no. to say it, Glenn. You know how this works. Come on. I was going to say, Issa, how do you handle paranoia in a relationship? <laughs> not on your part, but on your on your partner's part when they're, you know, asking questions. They don't ask questions. Oh, okay. There you go. Do you ask or, questions? No, I don't care. <laughs> I give it the same treatment I expect. I did learn that. $3 the way you want to be treated. I don't want to know about anything. Leave me alone, you know? Yeah. Mm. That's that's it. That's why I'm single and I'm going to stay that way. And that, it's good. <laughs> the person Just... I can ask me questions is my dog. <laughs> Look at that, that whole Eddie Murphy routine from Raw right now in my head. And then which segues into what have you done for me lately? Which I did not realize till watching the video again. There was Paula Abdul like badly lip syncing the dialogue at the beginning of Janet Jackson's "What Have You Done for Me Lately" video. That's something else too. I don't want anybody to do anything for me. That way, they don't have any expectations of me. When I told you I expect nothing, I wasn't kidding. When I wow. take that approach from everything, wow. Except the WWE, I say that to WWE all the time. What have you done for me lately? They gave me Roman Reigns with the handcuffs. I, I'm not going to ask for anything else the rest of the year after that visual. They need to start selling Roman Reigns here at handcuffs. I think, uh, oh my God. I think it's left shelves. Um, Listen. <laughs> so Kiana and Fallon are going to face Chance and Carter for the NXT Women's Tag Team Championships at Vengeance Day. And, the, you know, maybe this will be the, the crack uh, in their bond that causes them to lose. For Fallon and Kiana. Maybe. Uh, yeah, that'll Drew, be interesting. Oh, my Drew, favorite thing was when they walked up and they were like, you're not even talking about our match. And he's like, bro, they might have been having a serious talk. There's other things to life. Like, relax. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, and that's why they're not champions. Um, that's a good question. Who's the heel in this feud? So are Katana and Caden the heels? I, I don't know. That's a great question. I think they're supposed to be the faces, No. I, I mean, they were acting kind of heels because you're right. You yeah, but these two used to hate each other and they only yeah. united. I don't know. I don't know what's going on anymore. Drew Gulak beat Charlie Dempsey tonight. Yeah, he did. Wasn't I expecting mean, that. On a scale of zero to technical. <laughs> this match was. <laughs> yeah. Like, this is like, Matt wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> if you're into that kind of stuff. It was good. Yeah, not my favorite. Um, I thought it was a little too long. I thought Charlie was getting pushed with his dad back in the fold. I mean, he kind of is. He doesn't. I think that might be his first loss. I don't remember seeing him lose too many times. But I mean, it's Drew Gulak, who's like an elder statesman in NXT. Maybe they're doing a whole feud. Well, Chase, you tonight with Thea Hale took on the Dyad with Schism, took on Idris Nofe and Malik Blade, and triple threat to determine who will join the NXT Tag Team Fatal Four Way. At Vengeance Day, Issa, what did you think of this match? Banger! I thought it was great. I wasn't yeah. really invested in it. I loved the finish. I, I went into it 100% thinking Schism was winning here. Like, I, I, I was assuming that. So I wasn't getting into the match because I'm thinking it's predictable. But then I started paying attention to it because it got really good. And then I mm -hmm. really was not expecting Chase U to walk away with the win here. Yeah. I should have known. We've seen a lot of video packages. They're kind of over. They're getting great reactions. So I should have known they were going to go in that direction. But I, I was shocked. And I really, really liked it. I, they, if, if they did that. Imagine how good that match is going to be on Saturday with the other teams as well. Yeah. Yeah. And I love this match. Means we get Thea Hale as the wild card. 
<laughs> How's she going to yeah. impact the match? Yeah, she'll be running around in there. She was, she was great on the outside too, and yeah. like running around afterwards. I thought I thought Idris Anofi looked amazing in this match. Him and Malik Blade really uh, improving in terms of all their high flying. They're going to be an awesome tag. They're going to be like WWE's version of Top Flight. I think if they just keep at wow. it and they keep doing it. But I thought that this whole match was really really good. I'm glad that Chase U won, and I'm now I'm hoping that they win the tag titles. I think that'd be a great moment. Could happen. I mean, it'll be, I think, very curious to see who eats the pin on Saturday. Yes. Hmm. And a long standing mystery was solved. Idris Anofi, in fact, did not get a WWE tattoo on his chest. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. Thank you, Alfred. Yeah. Yeah. He had the shoulder sling and he had that tattoo. It looked like a WWE tattoo. And I mean, a lot, of, yeah. it looked real. But, yeah, it did. And then he just yeah, kind of screwed with people from there. Wouldn't it be funny if just at some point Cody just wipes that tattoo off his neck? Do you realize <laughs> oh how, how sad I was on Friday when I got to interview Dom Dom and he didn't have the teardrop? Yeah, what the hell? Is he capping? False flagging? He, he's not capping. That was an awesome interview, by the way. It was my favorite. I shouldn't be biased, but it was my favorite interview I did on weekend. He was on character, and awesome. he probably handled the street prophet screaming like maniacs the best way out of anybody else. Because I said he's when they started screaming in the background, he was like, "If they did that in jail, they wouldn't survive." And I was like, "Oh my god!" It's <laughs> <laughs> amazing. Yeah, it was. He was. He was awesome. He was like super cool he stayed in characters and we, we took it like i was like you want to do this in character and we're like we're gonna play it and we're gonna do it in spanish and i had a lot of fun with that interview it's awesome but he didn't <laughs> have the whole point of that was the teardrop tattoo was not there yeah. and hashtag exposing i said dumb where's i didn't ask him this on the interview it was off record but i was like dumb where's the teardrop and he's like well mommy does it and she didn't want to get up early <laughs> <laughs> um but this main event was great i think chase you as as good a shot i think they'll be very entertaining as champs um after they won this match it was a very good match lots uh lots of good spots in this i mean the crowd's so behind chase when he was doing the spell out um yeah and it's good to see uh duke hudson put all those poker winnings to you know education uh in his alliance with chase you um but after we had the face off with gallison pretty deadly out there New Day on the Titan Tron and uh great fit from Pretty Deadly tonight. My favorite fit of the night. They oh, they typically win that award for me, but they look great. I want them to win the titles back, but I also think they could get called up, especially now that Maximum Male Models is going to Raw. You see Pretty Deadly going to SmackDown. Oh. They're gonna recruit Otis. I think it's gonna be hilarious. They're gonna make that work. I know. We'll see. But all in all, that was NXT tonight. Vengeance Day is Saturday. Final thoughts on tonight's show, Issa. I want to be under the Grayson Waller effect, so I'm hoping that that's what we get on Saturday. Alfred? That was a good show. Looking forward to the two out of three falls match, Apollo and Carmelo Hayes. And then, yes, I do think it's time for Grayson Waller to be champion. Glenn, what are your thoughts on this show? Uh, I think it'll be fun. Um, I think that NXT could use a little bit of a shakeup right now. And so I hope they make some very bold moves in this. I would like to see some call-ups. And uh, yeah, I'd like to see some new faces elevated. 
I'm actually very excited for the women's match because they've been doing a good job teasing up this toxic attraction thing. We all know at some point they're going to split and whatnot, but I think toxic attraction have been very good together. And as much as I don't want to see them split, I think cutting promos on each other as they are practicing last week are going to be really good. Yeah. I agree. So there you have it, folks. That was NXT. Uh, stay tuned. Tomorrow night is AEW. We will be back on Friday to talk about the Rampage and the SmackDown. And then probably Saturday to do a Vengeance Day podcast as well. So in the meantime, do us a favor. Like, share, subscribe. Give us a rating on the iTunes. Uh, leave a comment. And follow Issa on Twitter at NYC Demon Diva. That's Diva with a one. Alfred's at This Is Nasty. I'm at Glenn Rubenstein. We'll catch you back here next time on the Wrestling Inc. Podcast. Take care. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.